Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren. Today, I am led to believe we're talking about the no returns policy. How is that different in a coronavirus world? Okay, so it's really, really interesting for somebody like me that's, you know, been doing this consumer journalism thing for so long. And certainly since the CPA came into effect in April 2011, the returns thing is quite clear. What you've never had the right to do is take back non-defective items. So if it's defective, yes, you have the whole three hours repair replacement refund. But if there's nothing wrong with an item, you have no legal right to take it back, although so many South Africans think you do. But as a customer service, most stores, the big stores, will take back goods that don't fit or the child doesn't like because it's scratchy. They do it as a customer service. The thing is, though, retailers are required to let examine or try on goods before you buy so that um, are making an informed choice, right? A lot of people choose not to in the hope they can take it back if it doesn't fit, but you don't have a legal right to do so. So ideally, you need to try on. What's happening now with several stores is what I call the triple whammy. So the fitting rooms are closed for COVID-19 reasons. They're trying to limit the spread of the virus. So you can't try anything Mm -hmm. on. They're severely discouraging you from taking your kids into a store. And then they're saying you can't bring it back. In the case of PEP, for example, they're saying you can't bring it back until level one, which could be months from now, right? So it is really prejudicial to consumers. And I'm starting to get loads of complaints to my inbox and Twitter's also Mm. buzz People saying, I corner this, how can this be? We've got very little yeah, money at the moment. What do you do? What do you do? Exactly. So I thought, what an interesting, interesting issue. I mean, you know, when Woolworths has a no refunds policy, that it's a really, it's a really extraordinary time. Yeah. Anyway, Woolworths appears to have had an about turn just from today, Thursday. You still can't try anything on, but you can take it back. Um, and they've okay. extended the returns policy window from 60 days to 90 days. So back to normal as far as Woolies goes with being able to take things back if they're not a good fit for you. You just can't try them on first. And incidentally, pick and pay did the same thing. But the big one is PEP. The PEP is saying you can't try on, we don't want you to bring your children to store and Mm -hmm. we're only going to allow you to return the purchase in level one whenever that may be and yeah. I got a very very upset uh, email from a very upset woman who said she bought a um, tracksuit for her nine-year-old child Ruth mm. was her name and she said you know I was told I must hold on to the clothes until level one could be September for all we know can't stores take it upon themselves to isolate returns for a few days at their premises and in the meantime allow people an exchange so that's the that's big kind of clever it is it's clever and it's the burning question really so i wanted to know from the ombudsman for consumer goods and services Mahata Patlele, mm. how this sits legally the legal right that we have as consumers to try on uh, before we buy versus the need for everybody to be curbing the spread of the coronavirus mm. so yeah and she did respond uh-huh so what did she say okay so she said um, that she does fully understand the retailer's decision to disallow the fitting of clothes and also the return of clothes that have been purchased and then taken home because of the context of COVID-19. She said, I'm not a health mm. expert, but I understand that the coronavirus can survive on surfaces and clothing for some time. And while mm. the Consumer Protection Act gives consumers the right to examine, which includes trying on goods before buying them, the big question is how can this be done safely within the present circumstances yeah. of a rampant virus? So we all accept that. This is the interesting part. She says in terms of Section 23, uh, Part 3, 
The consumer has no right of return if, for reasons of public health, a public regulation prohibits the return of those goods, as she says, for example, underwear and earrings. In my view, she said, I'm not aware of any public regulation that deals specifically with the return of clothing during this lockdown. But the principles of that section of the CPA apply because the health risks are real and present. Mm. Um, She said, while it may be possible to mitigate the risk of the spread of the virus in store by wearing masks and extra hand sanitation, the same might not be possible once the clothing is transported home, as we don't know the environment into which those clothes end up and how they are handled. So her Mm. um, advice would be to allow people to fit the clothes with strict health controls, but not to allow the return of clothes due to health concerns. And interestingly, the stores that have relented seem to have done it the other way around. They're still not letting you try anything on in their stores, but they will allow you to return them with the exception of PIP and apparently um, jam clothing. I did uh, try and check that with their social media team and they haven't got back to me, but Clemmie Norris of Durban was outraged. She, She emailed me yesterday to say, she couldn't even try on a jersey over her clothes at Jam Clothing on the Bluff. She said, and and they now have a new no returns or exchanges policy, which they advertise at their store. And then she said, I've been inside my house gorging on food during the lockdown. I may not fit into my size clothes anymore. <laughs> and I think a huge proportion of us will relate to that very strongly. So it is strange mm. times indeed. Um, as I say, um, Will we're sitting about turn pick and pay and an about turn Edgars and Jet say you can't try on but you can bring back. So I think mm. um, and, and just a last word about um, children and stores. The Disaster Management Act regulations do not specifically prohibit children from entering retail stores, but we do have very many stores with security guards placed outside. Entrances refusing to allow parents to enter with their children, and it's causing a mm. big drama with single parents who say, I'm, I'm in lockdown, isolating at home alone with my child or children. Yeah. I don't yeah. have anyone to leave them with. Um, so it's not it's not in the in the um, regulation. Stores are trying to do their best to to limit the spread, yeah. but there needs to be understanding. And Woolworth said we are aware that not allowing children is not stipulated in the regulations, not allowing them in store that is, we will ensure that all our storm team team members are reminded that they are able to allow families into our stores. But as a precautionary measure, we do encourage our shoppers to leave their loved ones and children at home if possible for their own health Mm. and safety. So so there's that. And Mm. in this very strange time, if you, all I can say is if you do need to buy yourself, you're not sure of your size anymore, or your children, mm. especially, they're growing, they've grown since last winter. Um, do you find out whether you are able to return the clothing um, before you buy? Because if you go to a store mm. which doesn't allow it, that could um, leave you with a big problem. You don't necessarily want to wait till level one lockdown to be able to um, exchange those clothing, by which those pieces of clothing, by which time they may not <laughs> fit anymore. Yeah, what jumps out at me is I, I can't see fitting working because you've got a, a different person fitting, fitting on that outfit every hour. That You certainly haven't given um, the virus any opportunity to, to remove itself from that fabric. The fitting doesn't seem well. I think, you know, I think sensible people take your measurements, go in with your measurements saying, okay, my leg is this long, my thigh is this thick, my crotch is this far from my ankle. and. I've just and got then go an in. image of people all over stores with tape measures on arms yeah. and legs. But yeah, there is that. But I mean, 
Yeah, I, I mean, it was interesting to me that the Ombud said allow fitting with strict, strict hygiene protocols yeah. um, and then not, not returns. Uh, returns, but that the stores are doing the opposite. I think everyone, mm. as I keep saying, it's the sort of theme of all these shows is that everyone's trying their best. No one's trying to be mm -hmm. difficult. We're all trying, the stores are not trying to irritate their customers. They're trying to do their best to curb this virus. Um, some of the protocols are, are a bit overzealous, but yeah, as mm. I say, before you buy clothing, Find out what the what the policies are, so that you know exactly mm. where you stand, and you don't get an awful shock when you now need to um, return your child's ill-fitting tracksuit or whatever, and yeah. they they say no, sorry, um, you're stuck with it for a few months at least. Yeah, I mean, uh, parents will know. You buy a tracksuit for uh, for a nine-year-old, you're lucky to get six months out of it. There's no exactly. way it's going to fit. It's going to fit in September. So no, I get it. Yeah. So there but you go. You, That's you, that. Yep. What I do want to ask you about, and I don't know, uh, I know you, you you cover motoring quite a bit as well. And um, a yeah. friend of mine asked me to ask you, why is it we can't sell cars? Uh, okay, so they, they're not. They're only, it's only a level um, three function, uh, business operation, um, which is causing a lot of angst for the motor industry, the mm. retail motor industry, which is three quarters of, of the industry. It's only um, a quarter is... Um, is manufacturing. So if you're manufacturing these cars, which is now allowed, level four, where, how are you going to, what's going to happen to them? They need oh, to be sold, exactly. the industry is saying. And they're arguing that, you know, they're in a perfect position to, to do physical distancing within their showrooms. They're generally big. They can do a by appointment thing. Um, they can, a lot of the stuff can be done online um, up to the very last moment. Even test driving mm. can be done um, with sterilization and all the rest, wearing of masks. Mm -hmm. Um, because the latest NAMSA sales figures, as you would imagine, are 98.4% lower than they were in March. And March was a bit lower because the last five days of March they yeah. didn't sell. Um, I wanted to actually, just as an aside, why weren't they 100% down? Because yeah. 500 and something, 574 cars were actually sold in April. And, yeah. um, 300 and something of those were sold by Ford. Now, so I went to Ford and I said, what? What was that? And apparently, it's just how, the way how are you selling cars during works. lockdown? Exactly, they weren't. They were overflow from March deals. The paperwork for those three hundred and something oh, okay. cars was only processed during April. So we are looking at more like a hundred percent unprecedented drop in in in, in sales. Just about nothing. Mm. Um, a mm. few people bought for delivery later. I don't know why, but but this, the issue is that the the new regulations that were published, the latest ones um, last week did allow for a level four car sales under specific conditions. And the whole industry is now waiting to find out what those conditions are because mm. they can't sell if they don't know how they're supposed to be doing it. So everything is on pause. But it's, somebody said to me on Twitter, "Why? who the hell cares? Who wants to buy a new car now? We're, we're in a you know terrible financial state due to the pandemic and it's not some people would need to to buy a new car for for whatever reason they they mm. they um the old one is kaput or whatever but so many people darren are looking at um selling their cars or at least trading them in for a much cheaper model in. to yeah. get funds which they need if they aren't earning money or they've, they've had a massive salary cut so this yeah. is another reason why this needs to open up because if mm. you if you do a private sale, it is so dangerous. Number one, if you're buying that way, you've got no, it's foot's toots, you have no protection, no recourse, yeah. if, if it's a dud. And also if you're selling, it's, it's, it's 
notorious for people posing as buyers, hijacking or stealing the car from you. Yeah. Um, it's really not the way to go. Also, in the context of COVID-19, um, you don't know what have, if, whether that car is, is, is um, infected with the virus or not. Whereas in the dealership mm. situation, they're obviously going to be doing completely rigid deep cleaning and all the rest. So we mm. really need the dealerships to open again for many reasons, um, part mm. of them economic, and the dealerships, you can imagine how they're battling all, this, yeah. all these dealerships staying closed for so many weeks, but also for consumers to be able to um, buy or sell in many cases and um, get some financial relief that way. So is anyone looking at amending um, that legislation, for lack of a better word? Well, as I said, it's, it's in, the, in the regulations for level four, it says car sales under specific conditions, but everyone's now on pause waiting to hear since the end of last week. What does that mean? How, how, what are those conditions? Okay. So they, want to, they don't want to transgress anything, but, but sure. as far as I, I know, if, as we speak now, those uh, conditions haven't been um, articulated. But I think it's fair to say any day now, you're going to be able to go into dealership and either buy or sell a car, new or used. Excellent. Perhaps yeah. we could, we should get the protesting surfers to protest this cause. <laughs> Let's get some TV time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a, Funny old uh, life at the moment. And how is that inbox of yours doing? Are you still are you still inundated? Is it? You don't want to know. It's 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 getting worse and worse. And it's interesting to see how the nature of it changes. So, um, mm. it's now the end of April. Debit orders bounced. It's now a lot around. Um, I'm sure the banks have helped a great many people. They've with mm. their various forms of relief, and they're putting out stats to that effect. But I don't hear from people who've. Um, had a good deal out of a service that. provider. Yeah. I get so I'm getting a lot of my credit um, my credit to life policy didn't help me. It was rejected. Um, the payment holiday means that my term of my car loan is going to be extended for nine months and that's terrible and all that sort of thing. So so I'm I'm hearing from people who are relying on a sort certain form of relief to to mm. bail them out and, and they are now saying it's actually not um, that big of a help and I'm still desperate kind of thing and we I yeah. don't know when my business is ever going to recover or when I'm ever going to um, find another job or whatever mm. so it's it's bleak bleak as we all know but my inbox is not a is not a happy place at the moment it's it's more bleak than it's been in in more than 20 years yeah quick fire one um i've tried to um well I, I employ three people on various levels i have my personal assistant who i still pay but she's still helping me via satellite um i have my domestic worker who um, i'm also paying i won't bring back until at least level two uh, we've gotten really really good at house cleaning and laundry and our stuff so um <laughs> so I'm you just, keep saying yes i'm just i'm just extreme like that and my garden service as well so i make these payments even though i'm not utilizing them um good but man. i did think it was a a little bit cheap, um, cheeky of my daughter's uh, extramural ballet teacher to send me an invoice. This is coming up a lot, uh, Darren, and it's such a tricky one because as I keep saying when we chat consumer issues, that it's an extraordinary time and it requires give and take, it requires give or take on both, sorry, let me pick up. It's an extraordinary time and it requires give and take on both parts, consumer and mm. service provider. So service providers such as a ballet teacher um, and um, all other sort of extramural providers, as well as the schools mm. themselves, private schools, daycare yeah. centers, creches are saying, 
to their parents, um, you must keep playing. I've still got rent. I've still got um, yeah. uh, salaries, etc. Yeah. But I think for those service providers to demand full fees from mm. a parent body who in most respects has has taken a knock financially, financially one or both parents um, is not getting full pay. I don't think that's in the spirit of give and take. So I think at yeah. the very least, uh, a fairly dramatically reduced um, amount should be asked for. Strictly speaking, legally, if you don't get what you're paying for, you are not legally required to keep paying. But I'm saying in the spirit of give and yeah. take, um, yeah. but don't rip the ring out of it. So I have complaints from parents whose children go to crash that are still being asked to pay full fees mm. but no meals are being provided um, yeah. and, and and that sort of thing i've had complaints from kzn gym members of small gyms saying and mm. um, they, they're still debiting us the full fees but i know some of the staff and those staff mm. tell me they are not being paid so mm. there is a big problem and very hard yeah. to in investigate because none of these people want to come forward on the record so Sure. I would say, and I also have a case of a large private school still charging aftercare fees. Can you believe mm -hmm. that? And bus transport fees. Um, so right. that is ridiculous. It's a story I'm working on very actively this week. Um, so yeah, in, in the case of a ballet teacher, I would say, yes, you want her to still be around when you, when, when what, what resembles normal life uh, returns, but unfair mm. of her to charge full fees under the circumstances. Yeah, um, the way I sort of like justified in my head is I go, okay, that's going to cost me 12,000 Rand a year. That means I'm paying in installments of a thousand Rand. So although I'm not getting the service this year or this month or the two months or whatever, it still cost me 12 grand a year. So, you know, these are installments rather than, you know, I'm paying for this month or this month or this month. So uh, if you look at it like that, that, uh, that might be a little bit more helpful. Look, I would say in in the case of parents who haven't had a reduction in income, mm. um, and you would be paying for it anyway, it's not the ballet teacher's fault. Just pay in full. If, yeah. however, you your family or you as a, as a single parent have had you've lost your income or you've you've had a pay cut, as many people have, mm. Um, mm. I think it is extremely fair to negotiate that you pay. Um, the same proportion less for those fees and if in that situation the service provider is not accommodating um, mm. that was I would say that is that is not okay that is not within the mm. spirit that we're all being expected to conduct ourselves in this time all right I think that'll bring us uh, to the end of this link we'll uh, catch up with the new updates later on a personal note Wendy um, I have my international flights with British Airways um, I remember last time you said to me just let it um, uh, let it slide you are allowed to do transfers or cancellations within the month uh, the month is coming up but my problem is that the the um, the travel agency might go uh, um, might go tits up. So the agency that's helping me with uh, did I book? Oh uh, gosh, yes. I suggest. Yeah, I was going to say go directly to British Airways, but if you went through a travel agency, British Airways will tell you to um, go through your agency. So that is a very tricky one. Um, mm. Very tricky one. I can tell you I have a personal story. Well, it's my, my parents were due to go on their last ever overseas trip. They were supposed to depart on British Airways direct from Durban to London yesterday, the 5th mm. of May, for this greatly planned trip. And um, I told my mother to wait until they cancelled because that mm. way it's easier to get a refund. They're still pushing 
um, vouchers and postponements because the whole travel industry is doing that to avoid um, mm. completely dying through COVID-19. But my father is 93. They are not going to travel overseas again. So and I've mm. said mm. for her to push um, for a refund. And the only way she can do that is to make a call to British Airways in the UK. There's no... Um, nobody handling that locally yeah, so yeah. Um, she's done that there's long ways you can imagine and I'm very eager to see when or if mm. she gets that refund but but in your case um, you have to go through your agency and I'm, I'm hoping that um, it uh, lasts long enough to do that for you it may yeah. well the agency may well take its cut which is annoying but um, mm. British Airways is issuing refunds. They announced, they initially said they weren't, but now they are. So good luck to you as well with your refund. Also, the sooner the later, because they might go into some form of business rescue until who knows when, when uh, they return to... Are you talking about uh, your agency or the airline? No, I'm talking about British Airways. Might even go into business rescue. Yeah, well, you know what happened with um, Comair? which represents mm. British Airways in South Africa and Kalula. They went under business rescue yesterday, which is another huge yes. shocker. Um, but British Airways, um, UK-based British Airways, um, that's sort of separate. But you never know. Mm. I mean, um, the airline industry is in a terrible state. Virgin Atlantic and United announced thousands of layoffs uh, just mm, yesterday mm. so it's yeah new day new horror story as far as the aviation industry is concerned unfortunately all right well we've got lots of experts that are helping us with uh, the virus side with the socio-political side uh with the, the 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 business side and now we have our wendy nola helping us with the consumer side all of these and all past stories are available on our website ecr.co.za look for consumer watch and if you need to get a hold of wendy directly if any of her questions have not been answered in the last five weeks you just uh get a hold of her on her facebook page it's wendy nola consumer there is an email option there thank you wendy Thanks, Darren.